Give it to me, bro. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, this is my friend Edgar Sandoval Jr. If you don't know, his wife is from Batesville. Her name is Emily Flood. She had the song that went viral. Which one was it in 2020? I love you, baby. baby. Go yeah, yeah, go find ears. <laughs> but uh, but I I got to know Edgar a little bit while he was in town, and he has such a love for the Lord. He's a Christian music artist, and I'm just excited to get him on the pod and get him talking about Jesus. Let's but, go, dude. Yeah, I gotta ask you, whose time are you on? I'm on God's time, baby. Like, God's Let's time. go. I'm on God's time. Whose time are you on? I'm on God's time. We're Let's both go. on God's time. Yes, sir. But, uh, all right, man. When did you decide to stop living on your time and start living on God's time and why? It was a rainy day in Seattle. No, I'm just <laughs> playing. I'm just playing. I decided to uh, stop living on my time. Mm. Uh, probably after a breakup. Mm -hmm. Classic, classic breakup story. Mm -hmm. uh, in couple, college? A couple of years back. Yeah, in college. Um, I was living for myself. I was I was making music to make money. Mm -hmm. I was chasing materialistic things. Um, mm -hmm. I was I was extra. I was doing the most. I was corny, and I was doing things for myself. And even people could tell. I had people at my college like that were just trying to love on me and maybe correct me in love in certain things. But I was so prideful in my heart. Um, that I didn't listen to that advice. But then as soon as that relationship ended and my identity was like in that, um, I had nowhere to turn, you know what I mean? Other than the Lord. And so in that moment, uh, I'll, I'll make a long story short, but I basically recommitted my life's purpose mm -hmm. to the Lord. Number awesome. one, I recommitted my life's purpose to the Lord. And what I did um, as a result of doing that was I joined my church's worship team. Mm -hmm. And he's got a best friend named gospel. I got a best friend named gospel. It's crazy to me. That's we, awesome. Yeah. We, we both went through the exact same thing at the same time. Glory to God, because I think doing it, doing life alone is really hard, but, mm, uh, went through the same thing at the same time, started serving at church. Oh, and then favor, mm -hmm. favor fell on us. We started making music as maybe some of you guys know, Cape lions. And, uh, we found favor in the church. We found favor with our music. And then one night I wrote in my journal, I said, Lord, it's about two years later of trying. Here's the good part. <laughs> yeah, this is the good part. Uh, two years later, after intentionally, you know, focusing on my relationship with the Lord and not getting into any relationships, I wrote in my journal, I said, Lord, I pray to you for a wife. I pray to you for someone specifically for me. And uh, that was when the music that we had started uh, from that heartbreak uh, got on the same playlist as my wife's song, uh, as my wife's music. We just matched on a playlist. I heard her song. I liked it. We became friends through Instagram. I visited her in Arkansas. Months later, I proposed. She's my wife. She has a hit song. And so it's just the, the hand of God over mm -hmm. that entire that entire situation. And now I'm happily married to the love of my life, Emily Flood. Go Pioneers. <laughs> Go Pioneers, um, baby. <laughs> She, yeah, God has blessed us in incredible mm. ways. So. Yeah. Well, I'd like to ask you, um, I know that in the last few months, I remember something happened, like maybe with y'all's house mm -hmm. or something, and I remember you talking about it. Uh, would you want to like talk about that a little and how God's used you through that? Yeah, we, the fire, right? Mm -hmm. Talking about that. Yeah, so we um, have, 
one of the things that we have gone through, which has kind of been like a rough patch in our lives, has been not necessarily knowing where we belong mm -hmm. and what city to move to. We both work from home and we've been trying to find out where we fit. And man, we decided selfishly to move to a city that we did not, that the Lord did not call us to. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to live there out of our own selfish desires, our own motives. And everything started going wrong there. Absolutely everything. From we got a dog, the dog got sick, and then we couldn't keep the dog. Um, just so many vet bills and just stuff like that. Um, what else? We moved to the tropics pretty much in Florida, and it rained every day. There was this thing called a red tide, so we never got to go to the beach, let alone go in the water for the first two months. And so that was the Lord's cor that was the Lord correcting us. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and um, aside from that, so we, we realized we went through this rough patch of just like, man, we... We don't even belong in where we want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's that's a whole that's could be a sermon. Not belonging yeah. where you want to be. Um, but we uh, we decided to go back to where God had planted us, which was Austin, Texas, and uh, we're there currently. But mm -hmm. on our way back from Florida, we stopped here in Arkansas, and we actually put our stuff in a storage unit, mm -hmm. not 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 far down the road. And uh, two days later, the storage unit catches on fire. So uh, a lot of our stuff got ruined. Um, but you know what? Like, even though all of that sounds awful, the Lord turned it all uh, for good. Mm. Um, we ended up getting an insurance check, a nice insurance check to rebuy stuff and get mm -hmm. new stuff, which, you know, stuff is stuff, but the Lord provided. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... So that was a rough time, and then simultaneously, I was going through health problems with my jaw, um, where I it was hard for me to talk. Like I couldn't talk like this. Uh, my jaw was like locking up, and it was like kind of deteriorating in the back. But um, man, just miracles on miracles, really. Um, so that happened. The fire happened, and we we realized we need to be just obedient and trust the Lord right now. And so right now, we are literally living this out in real time. Like, you guys are watching a miracle in real time. We're living in Austin, Texas, trusting the Lord for the future and what's next. And uh, we have some ideas as to what he has in store. We're working on a few projects that I think uh, God's hand is completely over. Um, man, I, I could talk all day about that. But um, the Lord turned our messy decision <clears throat> into a message, into a beautiful kind of full circle moment where we grew in our relationship with the Lord. We realized and are learning what obedience actually looks like, even when you don't want to be obedient, even when you don't understand why you're in a certain situation. Um, we're, we're learning to be obedient in that sense. And unfortunately, we learn to be obedient through being disobedient. Yeah. And that's okay. Um, but hopefully our story can kind of uh, save some of y'all from being disobedient to the Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's uh, there are a lot of stories in the Word too that show people being disobedient from Jonah. Jonah. Yeah, literally, God, Jonah. God, yeah, literally. <laughs> and so, so yeah, um, yeah. That that fire, like, it, even though it was two months ago, it doesn't even like cross my mind anymore. God, yeah. has, God has just restored everything tenfold. Well, you and and we were talking about this before. Uh, you were talking to me about being so confident in the plans that God has for you that whenever bad things happen I guess you'd say that you literally just look at it as like a learning moment 100% I I don't 
I, I do not want to live my life amplifying negative events in my life so much that they restrict me from walking forward. I just don't. Um, one of the things that I have tried, like I told you before, to make, um, make a common effort in doing is that mm -hmm. when something negative happens, I want to look not at my situation, but at focus on how God is going to turn this around. Right. So when something ha when the fire happened, I literally have a video, a cell phone video on my phone of me in front of the fire with our stuff like burned, kind of burned in the back. And I said, it's going to be crazy how God restores all of this. It's going mm -hmm. to be great. And then two weeks later, a check you know, 25 grand just to restore all that stuff. I remember you putting that on Instagram and I was like, oh my goodness. You know, yeah. you literally called it. You literally like put it on your Instagram and you're like, God is about to use this for his glory. And then I saw that check and you're like, <laughs> like, I think it was like an all capture. Like, what did I tell y'all? It's crazy. It's crazy faith. That's what I think it is. I think Michael it's just having, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's having crazy, crazy, crazy faith. Um, and you know, it's not this like self-talk it's mm -hmm. not manifestation right. it's yes. nothing like that it's it's trusting that the lord turns everything to good for those who love him and um mm -hmm. i that's the type of person i want to be i want to look at a negative circumstance i want to look at health in my jaw and say in the name of jesus that's going to be healed and even if it doesn't get healed god has still done enough god yes. has still been good and um god has walked me through so many, the reason why I'm in Batesville now is because I had an appointment for my jaw, actually. Mm -hmm. That's why we were coming back and also to get some work stuff, film, whatever. Um, but on our way here, I pass my, uh, the, the place where I had my appointment. I canceled it out of faith. And I was also going through some other like emotional things that I needed to bring to the Lord. I brought it to the Lord. Uh, long story short, I was kind of like, bitter about some things i released it to the lord and the moment i canceled my appointment out of faith and released that to the lord all pain in my jaw completely went away that's amazing and it's been about over 24 hours now and i have not keep in mind i we're coming here for the appointment like mm -hmm. my jaw's been killing me the past couple of weeks and it's been over 24 hours and it has not uh, experienced any pain that's amazing and so yeah that's just uh that's just my motto in life yeah. well you know you I want to talk about like you talked about manifestation and that's something that's always been on my mind how like you know people talk about like I'm gonna manifest this I'm gonna write it down and I'm gonna do this and that and you know I know that you have like similar thoughts on this Psalm 37 4 says delight in the Lord with all uh, something like that I don't want to misquote it it says like delight in the Lord with all your heart and he will give you the desires of your heart and so many people think that means, and that's, you know, prosperity gospel stuff. People think that means, oh, if I delight in the Lord, he'll give me my dream car. It's like, no, that's not necessarily true. If a dream car is your heart's desire, you got some wrong desires in your heart. Oh my goodness. That's, that's a clip. No, but okay. Anyways, like, but I've thought to myself, uh, I've heard a lot of people say it like this. When you delight in the Lord, when you're constantly in your word, when you're constantly praying, then God will give you a vision and it will be like, you know, like the podcast or like your music and stuff like that. You know, if you're delighting in the Lord, your desires will begin to line up with his desires. Yeah, that's right. You said it perfectly. Yeah. I don't need to add anything to that. You don't need to add anything to that. I don't need to add anything to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've always thought that because I always hear people talk about manifestation and, mm -hmm. you know, crystals and zodiac signs and this and that. That's yeah. a whole mess. Uh, that's a whole mess. We yeah. don't believe in that. We don't know that. 
Um, and not to judge anyone that does, but it's just like, it's just the, the Bible, you know, wants us to, you know, point towards the Lord for our decisions and yeah. for how we view problems and how we view this and that. And I don't want to put my faith in something that ultimately I believe is just going to fail me. Yeah, 100%. And God has given us, you know, um, power to step on demonic principalities. Mm -hmm. And I just want to add this little, like, asterisk. Um, you know, if you are messing around with crystals and stuff, uh, you know, we love you. And mm -hmm. we also want to let you know that you, you might be playing around with a spiritual realm that is not for you. Mm -hmm. um, so anyways, I'll say that. Um, God puts desires in your heart as well as you grow with him. You know, I said before, if, if you have a desire for a new car uh, or your yeah, fancy car, I don't think it's bad to desire a new car, but a, a fancy car riches. Yeah, like something to show things, off. Yeah, um, the Lord will prune that mm -hmm. if you continue to grow with him because that was me. That was me. I used to make, when I was making EDM music, I wanted to be the next, like, pop star. Uh, if you Hello, go, baby. if you go, yeah, yeah, if you go way back into my music days, like, when I was 18, 19, I'm 26 now, like, I wanted to be a pop star. I was living in LA, doing my thing, thinking, mm -hmm. like, taking label meetings, all that kind yeah. of stuff. And even up a little bit up until the Cape Lions days, like, I, I, I was living for myself. I was mm -hmm. living for, um... For my goals, my, 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 everything. And the Lord cannot work with that. He, mm. he, can only, he can only do so much with you if your heart is not in the right place. I love that. Um, because I do believe Cape Lions, you know, was used in a season. Uh, God did use that, but he also grew me through that. He, he made me look in the mirror. And so he'll change your desires. Ask him to plant desires in your heart if, if your desires are a little materialistic and and he'll change that and thankfully we are way out of that season we're, yeah we're, we're stepping into a new season um of even crazier crazier faith but mm -hmm. i think the lord is is really yeah working. well like have you read crazy faith by michael todd i have not read the book so i've i've read the book and he changed my mindset on that mm -hmm. because i used to view it as like um take for instance if i pray for something crazy like it's is it like selfish of me you know right. for like to, to want something but he he was talking about how it just depends on like where your heart is at kind of like you right. said because like you know if somebody is sick and you have a giant group of people lord we pray for healing over this person no that's not selfish at all you want to see this person mm -hmm. healthy right. but if it's like you say oh lord you know health wealth and whatever like lord please you know give us money it's like no then like like, yeah. because if, if you solely want money, if it's like, ah, I want money so you can buy stuff, your heart will never be fulfilled. Yeah. It'll never be enough. And like Hudson, man, and Hudson's in the Marines right now, and that's why he hasn't been doing Shout episodes. Out. Shout out, Hud, yeah. man. What are you saying, bro? Nah, but, uh, but Hudson likes to say, um, you know, what, I think it was like maybe like our third episode, one of the first ones we ever did, he said, you've never seen anyone take a Hersher to heaven. And he was saying, we can't take stuff with us to heaven, but we can take people. Right. And so, like, I like to think of it like that. Like, you know, pray for desires that will ultimately, you know, benefit the kingdom and that will benefit um, other people because that's going to leave a significant legacy. That's going to leave um, something significant behind no matter what you do. And you don't have to do music. You don't have to do podcasts. You don't have to play basketball. Mm -hmm. If you're a doctor... If you're a teacher, if you're whatever, 
literally anything where you're affecting people, whether that's through social media, whether that's through um, your work, like yeah. you know, what at school, whatever it is, you have a chance every single day to um, to impact somebody's life for Jesus simply by looking at them and telling them that you love them and mm-hmm. by inspiring people by the way you live your life. That's so true. What's that verse that says, uh, like, don't store your treasures where moth and rust, where they where it gathers like moth. I'm a bad Christian. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. I, 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 no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. have the Bible memorized. Yeah, I'm working on it though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading through the whole Bible. I'm trying. Really? I'm in Leviticus right now. It's really hard. I'm nice. not gonna lie, because it's like all laws and stuff. But but dude, I want to talk about like talk a little bit more about your music and like what it means to you. Uh, just because I know, like you said, you were like a, a secular artist, I guess you'd say at one point, mm-hmm. but now you're making Christian music. Like, and it's, it's insane to me because I've had this dude's music on my playlist for like a year. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like I was, I showed him before this, like I have Our God, The Voice of Truth and uh, every move I make, like Stuff you make, like I would like be bumping it, like on my way places. I'd be like, every so move sick. I make, I'm making you do that. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, yes, sir. Yeah, but just talk about that a little. Um, well, I don't think it's. This is gonna sound weird, but I don't think it's special that now just because I make Christian music that mm-hmm. something's changed because you can still you can do Christian activities and if your heart is not in the right place, you can you're still not in right standing with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that did have, there were some periods where when I made the transition to Christian music, I realized, oh, numbers are a little low. Finances are a little oh, low. Yes. Numbers okay. Yeah. 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 Low. I want to talk about that too. Yeah. And, uh, so getting caught up in that and then struggling with being okay with that mm-hmm. just cause I was making Christian music. There were moments where I would doubt where I would n- not just doubt, but think I would strive in the Christian space, mm-hmm. I would just, what's the next viral Christian video? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I used to do like, what's going to be the next viral video. But then when God changed my heart, that same attitude crept in, into my, into my mm-hmm. heart as well. And it was like, what's the next viral Christian video? And the Lord has worked on that a lot. Um, and now I'm at a point where, um, my music, uh, it is simply, for the Lord to glorify God, it, it's just for heaven. Mm-hmm. It's I love that. It's you know, and and to reach the one, mm-hmm. other than the ninety nine. And if it reaches the ninety nine, like that's great. But I've learned to be at peace with with the one. And mm-hmm. I know you wanted to go more into that. Yeah. Um, but I will say one more thing. Um, it's not bad to desire that your work be seen mm-hmm. by people but if your actions and your heart is in a place where that's the only thing that you're striving mm-hmm. for yeah um and working towards that can be very unhealthy and the lord oftentimes can't do much with that um and i think i'm at a place now where my identity ha- is so far removed from um Wanting to go viral all the time. That, yeah, and the results. Mm-hmm. My identity is so far removed from the results. And, you know, I'm at a point where I know I know who God made me to be. I know what he's gifted me with. Mm-hmm. And I know he, I know, I don't, I, I doubt that the Lord just wants me to, like, at least in my life personally, through the things that I've seen, the visions that God's given me, God is not, 
he didn't give me such large visions mm -hmm. to live them out in in a very tiny way right um but the thing is there's a difference between desiring to do things on a large scale and desiring money and riches to yeah. a large degree because you need it gets tricky when you talk about finances and stuff like that and money because you need finances to keep the, yeah. the machine going um but the desires in my heart now they're still large you know i've, yeah. I've done very big things in in my musical career mm -hmm. um, but now they're just they're they're exponentially large for the kingdom yeah it's you know for god I mean? yeah for sure and, and he loves that attitude mm -hmm. yeah and and yeah i did want to talk about like you said like with finances and uh followings and stuff like that we were talking about before this because we were we were shooting we were playing basketball oh yeah but uh but we were talking about how like take example for me like i used to get i'll be honest i used to get like 400 500 likes 300 likes on my instagram stuff like I used to have a decent little following and as I'm talking as soon as I started my podcast, I lost a lot of followers because it was just kind of like, oh gosh, look at this dude, like, and stuff like that. And like, there have even been like one of my best friends in the world, his name's Tanner Pollitt. He told me one time that he was talking to somebody uh, and they're like, dude, like, why is Caleb doing this podcast? Like, that's just kind of weird. And Tanner, like, Tanner, like, stood up for me, and he was like, bro, like, he's had people, like, be inspired to live for Jesus through that. Like, do you understand? Like, yeah. like that's a big deal. And then my other friend, Devin Halford, he told me one time that he was hanging out with some people, and they were all, like, like, his, like I don't understand why he's doing that. Like, that's so dumb. And he actually, like, got mad, and he was like, why are you mad at somebody that's doing something they're passionate about? And then... Mm -hmm like is trying to like spread the gospel like why are you mad about that mm -hmm. and like it kind of just like froze them up and they're like ah and like kind of what i'm saying is like when you make a decision that you're going to make music for jesus that you're going to do a podcast for jesus that you're going to ultimately live out your life for jesus people just aren't going to support it but i like to say that who you inspire matters more than who you upset mm. because like, I've just dealt with that so much, man. Like, there's so many people. I told you, we had a friend get saved, um, you know, f through listening to the podcast and deciding, man, I want to give my life to Jesus. And like you said, if only one person hears, that's literally all that matters. Because imagine this. Imagine you make all the money in the world. Imagine you get all the stuff you've ever wanted, your dream job, your, um, like, your house, like, what whatever it is that you desire mm -hmm. in your heart. But imagine if with your life you never, you know, you never allowed God to use you as much as he could. Like, you would look mm -hmm. back and just be like, wow. Like, and mm -hmm. I'm not saying that my works are producing, you know, right. like faith. That's not what I'm saying at right. all. Like, your faith does not, no. Like, you know, we are saved through grace, not by not by works. But, mm -hmm. but what I'm saying is just imagine how much God could use your life and the eternal treasures that you could build up. Just if you cared more about what God and people that love you think rather than people that, you know, don't support you. Yeah, it's a different perspective when you do things for heaven because you just, you move differently and you care about what he cares about. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you make decisions based on what God wants to do through you. You don't make decisions based on what you're trying to store up here for yourself. And so oftentimes, you know, I, I do hear people um like complain about you know 
not not complain. I guess what am I trying to say? Like everybody has a calling, mm-hmm. and everybody God has called everyone to a certain capacity of their calling. So there is someone in the middle of Oklahoma stewarding a church of five people, and the Lord is well pleased with that man. Right. And there is a man in Los Angeles stewarding a congregation of ten thousand people, and the Lord is well pleased with him. Mm-hmm. And I think we just have to be discerning. Oftentimes, uh, we were talking about this too, about the people that we listen to, the pastors that we listen to, because there's a lot of real stuff out there, but you'll also get caught up in a lot of fake stuff out there. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, the Lord wants to use you watching this. He wants to use you and your skill set that he's given you and the gifts Mm -hmm. that he's given you and, and that he's equipped you. The situations that you've been through, the negative situations you've been through have not been to slow you down. They've been Mm -hmm. to shift your perspective towards God and Mm -hmm. to see things from his perspective, to see that he has plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Mm -hmm. And like I said, like, I, I, I don't know if I'm crazy for thinking like this, but I always think like crazy big for God, right? That's just always how I've been. Um, I, I know other people don't think that way. Some people think more like, you know, let's just take it one at a time. I think big, and then and that's a whole problem in and of itself because yeah, God's I'm just the like, same way. all right, you got it. You got to tone it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Take it a day at a time. Um, but there's 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 nothing wrong with dreaming big. There's nothing wrong with wanting to do big things for the kingdom of God. Uh, just got to be pleased with the small things. Too. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And the Lord will work on your heart, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, yeah. Because I like you know I told you I read a book the that was saying like you know the impact you make for the world may impact one million people or it may impact one. Mm. And like in Crazy Faith, Michael Todd yeah. said, like take for example this. Okay, uh, Central Baptist Church in Jonesboro. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the way they baptize. They ba- mm. like they'll baptize people in front of the church, but everyone stands up and they go crazy. I'm like, yeah, like whenever they're getting baptized, and I I love it because there's like a, a couple thousand people there, and it's just so loud and it's hype, and it's right. like that's how heaven is right. when people get saved. And right. so like if you don't have that, but I think like baptisms should be like that. Like I think that you should be celebrated whenever you're accepted into God's family. Mm-hmm. But either way. Like, what I'm saying is, like, I read in this book that it was saying, like, you know, what you do in this world for the kingdom of heaven may be recognized on this earth, and it may not, but it will be recognized in heaven. Mm. And so it's like, a lot of people, you know, they feel like what they're doing doesn't matter, because, you know, they may encourage somebody at work, at school, wherever, and they think to themselves, like, man, it doesn't really matter, because it's kind of small. No, that's a huge deal. And you may not be celebrated in front of thousands of people here but you will be celebrated in heaven Mm -hmm. and that's what matters most that's facts i will say this and i i didn't even like plan this but oftentimes we can say things like you know i would rather be you know we can we can dream for something big Mm -hmm. but we have to be glad with the little and i i a hundred percent agree with that statement but I think another way to rephrase it, and I'm I'm figuring this out now, even in real time, mm-hmm. is being pleased with what the Lord wants you to do. Yeah. You know, because even if we were pleased with the little, I don't want to be pleased with with anything other than the Lord. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I don't want to be, 
I don't want to be pleased if, if, I, if, you know, my music gets a million streams. And I don't even want to be pleased if my music gets one stream. I want to be pleased that I'm making music for the Lord. Right. You know what I mean? Not on, not on the results. Mm-hmm. And I think it's sometimes that helps me a little bit because if I'm pleased in one, I'll be honest, my flesh doesn't want to be pleased with one stream. No, it's it's one stream. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's one stream. But I also do not want to be pleased with a hundred million mm-hmm. streams. As long as I'm in the plans and purposes of God, I will be pleased. For sure. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think, you know, results will matter to an extent because, you know, you want to keep growing in the, in the calling that God's put on your life. Um, but the only thing that I want to focus on is, is doing the will of the Father. Mm-hmm. And whether that gets 100 million streams or people or attention or, or one stream or one listen, the, the, the punchline is mm-hmm. I'm in the will of the Father. Yeah. Not that I have one stream or 100 million. Um, but that you're doing work for God. But that I'm doing work for the Lord. Yeah, 100%. And I honestly think that sometimes when we say, like, let's be well-pleased with the little, like, I feel like we're lying to ourselves. Oh, like, yeah, no, like, yeah. No one's sure. actually pleased with, like, the, <laughs> the little. Like, yeah. Like, if you look at, like, the disciples when they when they only had, like, how many loaves and fish to, like, multiply to the people. Like, they weren't satisfied that, like, how are we going to feed all these people? We only have, like, two mm-hmm. fish. And then Jesus, like, provided the miracle. But, like, the thing is, if I was in that situation, if I was with Jesus, like, I want to be the type of person that says, well, if Jesus said that we're, we only need these, these fish and loaves, okay, I'm just going to be obedient to the will of the Father, not look at the quantity of what's in the mm-hmm. baskets. And, and, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, that's just kind of how, like, my mind works around it because I am the type where, like, failure from man's perspective um, and my flesh, like that, I, I have a really hard time with that. Yeah, I, really I don't like, hard, yeah. I have a really hard time with failing yeah. from the perspective of man. Right. Uh, and so if I have a hard time failing with the perspective of man, I need to also f- forget this, like looking at things from the success of man. You know what I yeah. mean? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Well, like Galatians 1.10 says, um... What does it say? Good old Paul. What's that? What's what's the man say? He he basically says. You asking oh, me what does Galatians? Oh no! no oh I'll no! Look no, it no. up right now. That, well, it's, and yeah, tell me if I quote it right. But in Galatians one ten, Paul says, uh, "Is it now? Um, is is it? Am I now looking to please man instead of pleasing God? If my goal mm. were to please man, I wouldn't be a servant of Christ." And mm. he's basically just saying that like. In everything you do, your goal should be to please the Lord. And I like to think of it like this. Yeah, that's so good. When my goal, like even like, you know, I had a track meet uh, Saturday. It was my first track meet in almost three years because COVID happened. I didn't get my senior year. I didn't run last year. Ran this year. And I remember my mom. Uh, it was my first. It was the first time my mom's watched me compete in anything in so long. And it means a lot for my family to be there just because I love my family and my family has given me such a foundation for Jesus in my life. And, but I remember running and I, like, I don't have, I didn't have a college time yet. So I was like a no time or whatever. So I should have been in the first heats, like with the best, but I was in the last heats because I didn't have anything. So I won one of my heats and I got second in the other. And so I just, I ran like good for not running in so long. 
and I even like PR'd in one race and I was like, what the heck? And like, I don't know, but my mom, I remember after, uh, she was just like, I'm so proud of you. You know, you, you haven't ran in so long. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm content with how I did. And it was so funny. She looked at me, she said, mm, don't be content. Mm. She was like, so mm. good. She was like, mm, don't be content. And yeah. I was just like, I looked at her like, what? She was like, keep working hard. She's like, and like one of my favorite quotes is content, but never satisfied. Right. And I think that's kind of like the mindset, like you should be content with where God has you, but there's nothing wrong with not being satisfied yeah. and being like, you know, yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's so good. That's so well said. Um, it's just so, so tricky because we're in these fleshly bodies mm -hmm. for so long and we think like humans oftentimes. And, mm -hmm. and I want to think how God thinks, you know what I right. mean? I want to see things from... And see people how he sees people. Exactly. exactly. Kind of like we talked about a while ago, like, you were, you were just saying, like, um, you know, like, that discernment with, like, meeting people and mm -hmm. stuff, and, like, but either way, no matter what, you have to love people. Yeah, I'm tired of cancel, cancel culture. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of even Christians canceling other Christians within the mm -hmm. Christian world, because if, if that was the case, like, like a lot of the disciples should not be disciples. That's you know facts. I mean? um, the people that Jesus ate with, the people that Jesus washed their feet, like, you know, it's just, if Jesus washed the feet of someone that you canceled, like, would you still follow Jesus? Yeah, I exactly. I don't know. Um, and so that's that's how I'm trying to live. People are people. Our, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers. Yeah. Um, so yeah yeah well like yeah because i remember there was a time and i've told this story before um there was a time that i was working a camp at a ba like a basketball camp and there was a little girl on the ground and she was like crying and like mm. like you know hitting her fist on the ground and she was like i'm not good enough i'm not good enough and she was just like freaking out and she was like seven i don't know and we won't name names but she was uh yeah like she got put on the side and you know it was just kind of like hey like you know, when you're ready to act better, you can come play again. Mm. And so I thought to myself, she was just sitting over there crying and nobody went and checked on her. Mm. And I thought to myself, I was like, why has nobody checked on her? Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget, I looked at a friend of mine and I said, hey, why has nobody went and checked on that little girl? And she said, that's just the way she is. Mm. And she was like, and she does that all the time. That's just the way she is. I won't go into detail but i'll just tell you that i went and checked on this little girl and she actually was that actually wasn't just how she was she was dealing with some things personally mm. and things that were outside of her control again i won't go into details but let's just say that the way god saw that girl he saw her story in full in proverbs i can't remember which verse gosh i've not remembered so many it's verses so throughout good, this, but like in proverbs uh you know the lord says the lord sees basically it says something like the lord sees everything and we only see things like mm -hmm. in like you know in part like partially yeah and so when we look at people i've made an effort in my own life when i look at somebody i don't ever want to assume their story i don't ever want to say ah oh, that's just how they are or ah oh, you know that's just you know they just act a, cer a certain way sometimes i want to look at them and say you know i don't know their story but my job's not to judge them my job is to love them right and you know even people that are bitter and people that you know have addictions to alcohol drugs whatever 
like I try to look at them and be like, you know, I want to see, you know, live in their shoes or see things from their perspective. Same. And I think that that like, tell me if I'm wrong. I think that gives you a better perspective making music and stuff too, because you think to yourself like, wow, like what are they going through? Like people listening. Yeah, a hundred percent. I, when I make music, I, I even, I even hate the phrase, like, when I make music. My mindset has been just, like, just when I do this thing for God, like, when I do it for God, it just it just blesses people. And mm-hmm. it just, it, I get DMs from people, and it blows my mind every time. Like, I'll get a DM from someone that was, like, contemplating suicide. And, wow. And they say, they'll listen to one of my songs, and or someone that was anxious, and they listen to one of my songs, and they feel that, like, their joy is restored. And that blows my mind because sometimes, like, the music that I am making, sometimes it comes from, like, the most, like, I could be living, and I have been living, um, like, just with all the trials and stuff in one of the harder times and seasons of my life. And to see it bless other people, it just, it just is confirmation Mm -hmm. that I'm in the will of the Father. Um, So, yeah, it's nuts. Dude, I love that so much because so many people... Like, uh, I heard a quote one time that was like, the trials you face today could be the hope you bring someone tomorrow. Mm. And like, you know, like Lecrae, I remember at times like Lecrae has, um, like I've read his book, Unashamed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have, but mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I read too many you books. You read books. I man. read books. He's a book reader. Yeah. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so, but I was listening or I was reading his book and he talked about how when he first was making music he had like a Pharisee mindset. Mm. Like he was with the y'all ministry. Mm-hmm. He was like, y'all need to read y'all's Bibles. Y'all need to do this. Some of y'all need to get into church and this and that. But he said when he shifted his perspective and he began to rap about depression and anxiety and things he'd been through. And he began to like, like he has a song called Take Me As I Am. Mm. And it's so good. And he was just talking about like, how like you don't have to change who you are for God to take you like he wants to take you as you are and he wants to like shape and like you know remake your heart and all that but but anyways he just talked about the switch he made from talking about how people need to be to talking about his own trials and tribulations and how God has used his life through that and when he started doing that he said that's when he started getting the dms like dude your music spoke to me I was contemplating suicide like and he like all these things because before it was just like hey this is pleasing to my ears and then now he had like he said that he was getting like these messages and he realized like wow like I'm touching people's lives yeah the the part that bothers me and it and it and I'm the first I can say this because I was this was like in Christian culture there's also like subcultures of Christianity Mm -hmm. like different types of you have like pharisees you got like lukewarm christians you have people that are like sold out for christ you have people that are a little more progressive and like Mm -hmm. whatever and all that and like you also need to be discerning in your walk with god because there are also um there are non-negotiables when you when you walk with god like you could you could you know, say Lecrae's story or whatever, if he had like a Pharisee mindset, you could you, initially, he could transition and, and you know, speak about his own testimony. But what I've seen oftentimes too is like, 
Christians that um, start to lean a little too far into allowing certain behaviors mm -hmm. and sin habits to yeah. come into their lives start to become a little more progressive, a little more like off the like a non-biblical Christian, like more of a progressive yeah. Christian. And then Christians that kind of lean more towards like the zealous side and correcting other people tend, balance. To, tend to become Pharisees. And there's this, yeah, there is this balance that of walking and telling people the truth in love if you have like a, a, an entry point for mm -hmm. that person. Um, and, and that's what I've been learning because I was a Pharisee when I, when I started making Christian music. Mm -hmm. And my heart changed because I realized that I was, I was targeting and, and correcting people that I had no perspective of their, of their life. Right. I would much rather walk into their life and have the Holy Spirit download a word of knowledge that could speak and pierce their heart to get them to turn to the Lord than to say, oh, well, why are you doing this behavior wrong? And then, <laughs> yeah. and then like the con on the other side, like I also don't want to get so relaxed in, in my behavior as a Christian and abuse grace that I start to become a lukewarm Christian mm -hmm. and I start to veer off and just say, oh, there's grace for that. There's grace for that. Mm -hmm. There's this middle ground and like this, this dance where you walk with the Lord and you keep the commandments and you, and you allow God to, and the Holy Spirit to convict you. Um, that's where I want to walk in. I yeah. want to, in this correction, pharisaical side, I, I want to only correct good. people I only I only want to correct people when I have an entry point into their life. Yeah. I don't want to, like a relationship with them. I, exactly. I don't want to enter their life and correct them when I have just without authority. You, you know what I mean? I'll come in there with the authority of Christ with gentleness and the fruits mm -hmm. of the spirit, but not in this legalistic manner. And the same with this, you know, more progressive, lukewarm manner. I also don't want to get so relaxed that I abuse grace. And there's this dance that. It's just the life of a believer, man. It's yeah. just it's it's this dance with the Holy Spirit and this dance with with the Lord, where He grows you in certain habits, and at the same time, while not veering off to either side, the Lord is also working on you and taking you from glory to glory to glory to glory. Because you were once a child, you were once lukewarm, you were once in high school, college, drinking, partying, having sex with people, like, and also going to church on Sunday. You you were that once. You know what I mean? And and because you were that once, the Lord had grace over your life and, and he understood where you were, but let him take you from glory to glory to glory. And that's what I've kind of like allowed him to do in my life to mm -hmm. kind of take me from glory to glory, to, to convict me on certain behavior, behavioral things like, Edgar, you got to cut this out and, and not by your own strength, but because of mine and how mm -hmm. good I've been. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I repent for that. And the last thing is, I also believe that while the Lord takes you from glory to glory and he keeps you in that dance in the middle with people and in your relationship with him, um, I actually just lost it. Dang, that no, you're sucks. Good. I, know, I, I had it. I know it. No, it's, I had no, no, it. No, no, you're good. You're good because I know what you're, it's all about. It's my it, first it, podcast, it, guys. Relax. <laughs> I know I had you. I know I had you. Yeah. It's ultimately about following what the Bible says. Yeah, 100%. Ultimately, because we can always go back to scripture. God speaks to us. I like, you know, I've I've read kinda and I'm, I'm mad. You're good. You're good, bro. You're good. No, you were going off and then all I saw was 
And I was like, and I was like, I was like, ah, he probably forgot. Dang, I had it right there. But it's like, yeah, but I like, okay. It's my first time preaching, guys. Chill. No, you're good. You're good. But, you know, God speaks to us three ways. He speaks to us, uh, you know, typically how I've seen. Three simple ways. Of course, number one, through his word. Always, because the word is God. Number two, through people, through wise counsel, through people who are, you know, not, I don't want to say up there spiritually, yeah. but like they have a good walk with the Lord and they are, you know, just, you know, kind of very fruitful, I guess you'd say. And number three, through the convicting of our heart. Mm-hmm. And kind of like you said, it always comes back to the word. It's all, it's all about following that fine line because ultimately if you're making an effort to follow your life and, you know, make music, do podcasts, whatever, through what the Bible says, like we've been trying to quote verses this whole time. We don't ever want it to be about us and our truth because our truth isn't the truth. God's truth is the truth. And so it's all, it's just, it's about trying to follow the Bible Mm -hmm. and what the Bible says ultimately. Guys, that's why I'm just a man and I (laughs) forgot that and the Lord just humbled me just now. That's why I forgot it. It was God. Yeah. But you know what, man? I think just off of that, we're gonna wrap it up. This has been this has been really fun, Edgar. I'm glad that we've wow. gotten to connect, and I am thankful that you've gotten to get on here and give some of your this wisdom. Is so fun. This tell is so yeah, fun. tell some of your story. No, I love doing. Right, this, what was man. your favorite? Let's just go through favorite parts real quick. What was your favorite part of like our conversation? Probably whenever you talked about. I, I want to say when you talked about you and Emily, just because you're so passionate about like her um and i like i don't know that's really what i want and yeah. like a wife i want to be like yes hey she's on the way oh really it's yeah. time it's, she's on the way not not emily i mean your wife oh yeah she's yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah that's how we gotta think she's yeah on the way. Have, that's how we got and also um I, I also loved how you talked about um like your house not, not your house the, yeah, the storage virgin. place burning and you were immediately just like god's gonna use this god's gonna use it, and then he bam is. check he and is. it was just like yes yeah bro god is god is and also, I and and also like just talking about that's another reason I, I wanted to have you on here talking about the music and like maybe losing a little following and how not to get discouraged about that because you can have the biggest following in the world but if you're showing people the wrong things, man, just have joy being in the will of the Father mm-hmm. and little results and a lot of results will not phase you. Mm. I don't want to say like I'm gonna be well pleased with the little results, God. Oh, I need to ch-. no. Like <laughs> my, no. my my I'm a dreamer. I don't know about you, yeah. but like I don't like I'm little dreaming. results. Like nah. like if I'm gonna give like a speech or if I'm gonna have a concert, like okay, yes, I'll have. If one person's there, like I will give it my all and I'll have a conversation and we'll. Pray but you can together. be more hype if there's a hundred thousand people. If there's a hundred thousand people, that's dope. But you know what I've learned? Let's cancel all of it and let's mm. just be joyful being in the will and purpose mm-hmm. of the father yes, sir. um yeah because technically from jesus's standpoint like even though he had people follow him if he was so popular he would not have died on the cross exactly. he would not have gotten murdered but at the same time he was he it, all of heaven was rejoicing you know what i mean for the sacrifice that, that he made the atonement and, of our sins so literally and so he was in the perfect will of the father and, and there were times where, you know, he was in, in the garden and he was like, if there be any other way, you know, let there, I can't remember word for word, but he was like, not my will, but your will be done. Mm. That's, that's the, the life I want to live and, and portray. You know what I mean? So sure. let's not get caught up in the numbers. Let's just get caught up in his will and in mm. his presence. 
Mm. We're gonna end with that. Let's go. Let's not get caught up in the numbers. Let's get caught up in His will and His presence. Sheesh. I love that. Sheesh. Let's go. Oh wait, didn't you say you weren't saying that? I'm not saying sheesh. Yeah. There's no. life and death in the power no. of the tongue. <laughs> sheesh. It's uh, so stupid. People thought I was like serious. Yeah. People thought people. I got DMs and they were like, "What's wrong with sheesh? Is it like a?" Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I realize like I I am like very spiritual on Instagram and I also just joke a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people cannot like figure out what I'm doing. So I figured you were kidding, but then I was like, mm. I was. But then I saw that DM. You're like, I was just kidding. That oh, was my uh, sister. My yeah. si shout out my sister. She corrected me. Yeah. She said people are not gonna understand this. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, yeah. I'm gonna well, Edgar, thanks for being on. Thank and you, appreciate God you. God bless you. And God bless anyone listening. Love y'all. See ya. Peace. Peace. Oh, Jinx. Hey. Hey. That was sick.